Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know that we have been learning about the Israelites and their journey through the desert to the promised land. You might be thinking, will they ever reach the promised land? They will, but God has so many things he wants to teach them before they get there. So far, they have had to learn to trust him for their food and water. They have had to trust him to lead them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. They have had to trust him with just about everything. Do you remember the name of the special place that Moses and the Israelites built for God's presence to come and dwell among them? If you said the tabernacle, then you are correct. In today's episode, we are going to learn about Aaron. Do you remember who Aaron was? He was Moses' brother. God allowed Aaron to travel with Moses and help Moses lead the people out of slavery in Egypt. And now God was going to give Aaron and his sons a very, very important job. After the tabernacle had been completed and all of the important pieces of furniture placed inside and the curtain to separate the holy from the most holy place had been raised, God told Moses to bring Aaron and his sons with their special clothing and anointing oil and gather the entire assembly at the entrance to the tabernacle. Moses did as the Lord commanded him and the assembly gathered at the entrance to the tabernacle. Moses said to all the people, This is what the Lord has commanded to be done. Then Moses brought Aaron and his sons forward and washed them with water. Moses then placed special pieces of clothing that the skilled workers had made onto Aaron and his sons. Have you ever had to get dressed up in your best clothing to go someplace special? Aaron was being dressed in the beautiful and skillfully made pieces of clothing for the job God was calling him to do. He couldn't wear just any clothing. Moses began by placing a long tunic on Aaron and tied a sash around his waist. He then placed a robe over the tunic and an ephod over the robe. Now you might not be familiar with an ephod. You might even have said, what is an ephod? An ephod is a type of sleeveless coat. Moses held up the ephod and Aaron carefully placed his arms through it. And then Moses tied a skillfully woven waistband around the ephod. Next, Moses placed a breastplate around Aaron's neck. The breastplate was beautiful. It was square-shaped and made from gold, blue, purple, and scarlet threads. On the front of the breastplate were set 12 precious stones, four rows of three stones each. What kind of stones, you ask? Not just any stones. These were precious and rare stones, like rubies, emeralds, diamonds, topaz, and sapphire, just to name a few. And each of these stones were set in gold. Aaron would wear this special breastplate as he went into the most holy place of the tabernacle. And there was something very special 
about these stones. In each of the twelve stones, if you looked very closely, you would see engraved on each of them was the name of one of the twelve tribes of Israel. Twelve stones, one each, for the twelve tribes of Israel. As Aaron walked into the tabernacle, the dwelling place of God, he would be carrying the names of Israel with him. Isn't that amazing? God thought of everything. Then Moses placed a turban on Aaron's head and took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and everything in it. And he then poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Can you imagine that? What would it feel like to have oil poured all over your head? Would it be gooey or messy or sticky? Why would Moses pour oil all over Aaron's head? Well, oil was used to represent God's blessing or call on his life. It also was a symbol of God's presence and Holy Spirit to set Aaron apart to do this special job that God was calling him to do. Wait, what was the special job that God was calling Aaron to do? Aaron was to be the high priest of Israel. Whoa, that sounds very important. A high priest. But just what exactly does a high priest do? Well, a high priest acts as someone who goes before God on behalf of the people. There were hundreds of thousands of Israelites, millions even. They all couldn't fit into the tabernacle. They all couldn't stand in the most holy place before God. The high priest was the one who represented the people, and he would go into the tabernacle representing all of the Israelites. That is why he had their names engraved on the stones in his breastplate. It was as if he was carrying them into the tabernacle with him. Think of it this way. Everyone in your state can't go to Washington, D.C. to write laws for the country. First of all, there wouldn't be enough room at the Capitol for every one of us to work. We all have to go to our own jobs and schools. So we elect people called senators and representatives to go to Washington, D.C. to write laws and vote on laws for us. They represent us. The high priest stood before God as a representative of the Israelites. When God saw Aaron in the most holy place, he saw all the Israelites too. Now, what exactly would Aaron do in the most holy place? This is very important. His job was the most important job of all. Are you ready? Aaron would offer sacrifices for the sins of the people. I told you it was serious. Do you remember that day a long time ago in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned? It was a sad day. It was a day that changed everything. Sin is disobeying God, and when sin entered the world, it separated us from God. The Bible says that the punishment for sin is death, or separation from God. So how was it possible for God to dwell in the tabernacle among the people if there was sin in the world? Through a sacrifice. 
God in his great love for us could not bear the thought of being separated from us because of our sin. He couldn't bear the thought of being separated from the Israelites, but he also couldn't leave their sin unpunished. He is loving, but he is also a fair and just God. He just couldn't leave sin unpunished. It wouldn't be fair. So what could he do? Someone must take the blame. Someone must take the punishment. Who would take the punishment? Who would be the sacrifice for our sins? If you said Jesus, you are correct. Jesus, God's own son, came to earth and died as a sacrifice to satisfy the punishment for sin so that God could come and live among us. Now, wait. What does that have to do with Aaron as the high priest, you ask? Well, it wasn't time for Jesus to come and die yet. So until Jesus came, Aaron would sacrifice an animal on the altar before the Lord on behalf of his own sin and the sin of the people. There was a special day that God set aside, one day a year, called the Day of Atonement. On this day, Aaron would bring a young bull and a goat to the tabernacle. He would sacrifice the bull on the altar for his sins and the sins of his family, and then he would sacrifice the goat for the sins of all the people of Israel. He would then take some of the blood of the animals and step behind the most holy curtain in the tabernacle where the Ark of the Covenant was. Here was God's presence, and Aaron would sprinkle some of the blood on the Ark of the Covenant. What a funny thing to do, you say. Well, the blood represented life, and the blood would point to what Jesus would do on the cross when he shed his blood for our sins. His life was given for ours, and just like the blood that Aaron would sprinkle over the Ark would cover the Ark, Jesus' blood covers our sins. It was all pointing to the day that Jesus would come and be our ultimate sacrifice. You see, the animals that Aaron sacrificed did not take away the sins of the people. They had to have faith and believe that God would forgive their sins through the death of his son who would come one day and die in the future. Do you see now why Aaron's job was so important? He would stand before God in the most holy place, offering a sacrifice for the sins of the people. The punishment was met, and God could continue to live and dwell among his people, because that was what he really wanted to do, because he loved them so much. Aren't you so thankful that we don't have to offer animal sacrifices anymore? Phew, I am so thankful that Jesus came and gave his life so that our sins could be forgiven so that my sins could be forgiven, so that we could live with God forever. Do you know that the Bible calls Jesus our great high priest? Jesus is the one who now goes before God, just like Aaron used to. But Jesus goes before God in heaven and stands on our behalf before God. Jesus takes our names, just like Aaron took the names of the Israelites before God, Jesus takes our names into the presence of God and he stands on our behalf before God. We can have access to God's presence because of Jesus' sacrifice for us. Jesus tore that curtain in the most holy place and now everyone who believes in him can have the presence of God living inside of them. 
Your heart is now God's home. Your heart is now the most holy place because Jesus was the sacrifice and his blood covers your sins so God's presence can dwell in you and me. That's good news, friends. Have you ever asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and come and live inside of you? If you haven't, would you like to now? Okay, I'm going to pray a prayer and I want you to repeat the words after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming to earth to die for my sins. You paid the greatest price by giving your life. Thank you for taking the punishment that was meant for me. Thank you for being the sacrifice. Please forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean and send your Holy Spirit to come and live inside of me. Thank you that it is a free gift. I choose to believe that I am saved. Thank you for saving me from my sins. Help me to live for you and follow you from this day forward. Amen. Congratulations, truth seekers. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, oh, God is rejoicing and so happy to accept you as his child. All of heaven is rejoicing for you. You never have to worry about being separated from God. You have been forgiven and accepted as his child. If you'd like to read more about today's episode, you can find it in Leviticus 8 and 16. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as the Israelites finally make it to the edge of the promised land. It will be an exciting story that you don't want to miss. Let me pray for you before we go. Thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for taking our place and being the greatest sacrifice ever. You gave your life for our sins, and we are so grateful. We love you so much, and we give our lives back to you to follow you and serve you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me, True Seekers. I look forward to our time together next week.